You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and, uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the quad pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWald, Luke Straub, and Frank Sumrall. I might be able to pick up Japanese a little bit better for my sister. Wait, she's That's Japanese? Right. Uh, no. <laughs> she's in Japan, though. Because <laughs> I'm really good at playing stupid. I really am. <laughs> Super good. And welcome back to the Quad Pod. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined by Mike DeWald. Hello. Frank Summerall. Howdy. And Luke Straub. What's up, y'all? We were just talking about how you, the latter, the latter two, add somewhat journalistic credibility to the show, and then there's Mike and I. So. Big J. Hi, everyone. Little J. Little J. That's actually <laughs> what I got called back in the, you know, them days out in the screen. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, gentlemen, uh, I want to first start off the show a little a little serious. I mean, I think mm. it's been plenty of time, or not plenty of time. It's, you're never really going to get over it. But uh, Kobe Bryant passed away tragically on Sunday. I'm not going to lie. I was very, very affected by it um, on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Started to feel a little bit better about it on Wednesday. Yesterday, I was just like, okay, you know, there's, there's basketball being played. There is life after Kobe. Um, I still feel kind of sad about it, like low key right now. But I'm I'm interested to like what my feelings are going to be on Sunday before the Super Bowl, where it's just kind of like holy shit, like he's been gone for a week. You know they're going to do a, a Super Bowl. Um, a Super Bowl is going to hold a moment of silence for Kobe because he's impactful all over the world. So I just wanted to know what you guys uh, what your guys thoughts are on him passing. It's clearly sad, but I just want to know like what you're thinking of the the NBA tributes that went went on this week. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, uh, yeah, go ahead, Frank. It's a, it's a tough one. Uh, I watched basketball for the first time yep. last night. Yep. Um, and I know they canceled the LA game. Mm-hmm. So it, it felt weird. Mm-hmm. It felt weird, and people were still kind of looking around, and people were still uh, – teams were doing the different ways of honoring. You saw the Brooklyn Nets, how they saved the seats. Obviously, you've seen, like, the 8 second, 24 seconds, the jersey changes and all that. Um, uh, it it was a very surreal moment because the world stopped. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, when, when the news broke, and it broke on Twitter, and it broke on social media, and then TV picked it up, and journals were picking it up, everyone stopped what they were doing, and that was something that rarely happens. I mean, you look at a lot of celebrities, and when they pass, this was a very rare experience. Like, that Sunday was defined, no matter where I went that day, by the loss of Kobe Bryant and the eight other people. It was a shock. One of the most shocking things that I've ever, that's ever experienced in my life. And I actually got the text from Frank you know, on the quad pod uh, text line. And, and Frank, you said that uh, TMZ reported it and I knew right away it was legit. And it was, it was very shocking. And may have been the first time that legit and TMZ have ever been used in the same center, <laughs> or at least the words that close to each other, but go ahead. Well, you know, I, you know, they, they, I think we t- talked about this in the office, Frank, they do a good job. They, they broke the, the Michael Jackson death and, and they, they, they have their ways and they're legit, uh, a media entity. And yeah. They don't wait. That's they, the yeah. You know, so. yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Well, well put and, um, you know, legit for 2020 very much so. And, uh, so I knew it was legit right away, and and it was it was hard to take. And and Jeff, like you said, it's getting better. You know, I saw that you know people are healing. You know, it, it we all have to go through this grieving process because while I was not a fan, I mean I'm a Warriors fan growing up, so I was never a you know a Kobe fan, but I'm a fan of greatness, and it was shocking and um, you know just just blindside hit 
Were, were any of us Kobe fans like before? I, I will go on record as saying I cheered against him vehemently because Same. some of my early yeah. memories of, of a basketball fan are watching him take down the, the Trailblazers, the Sixers, the Kings. They, the, the Lakers were that evil empire there at the start, at the turn of the century. So, like, yep. I, and you know, I identify more as a basketball, baseball fan than I do football fan, but like watching. Kobe come up I think my respect really grew for him once he blew out his Achilles because it wasn't like it just it tore in half like it detached from the bottom of his yeah. heel it detached from the bone yeah Mike I know it's it's gnarly the only the that. only time I ever found myself rooting for him was against the Celtics of course uh, and like the 08 <laughs> Celtics because the, the worst just most <laughs> we know unbearable we know. team we to this know. day yeah. to this day get out of here yeah these guys just the Celtics I'm, I'm tired of them uh, not even the team just that year yeah yeah just, not, well, not Brad a, Stevens just don't, the franchise don't worry, the whole franchise as a whole uh DeWald Ovechkin changed his number from eight to 24 uh wow. so there was a lasting impact even felt throughout the hockey world oh definitely that was kind of the crazy part to watch about this it went beyond basketball it went beyond sports it was just this like cultural moment of everyone I mean I mean, who, like you said, even if you weren't rooting for him, everyone knows Kobe Bryant. He's just such a figure uh, of the sport and beyond. And, uh, yeah, it's just the craziest thing to see how, even beyond basketball, people are reacting and doing different tributes. And and just put aside your, your political beliefs, you even got a somewhat realistic, human-like tweet from the president. <laughs> you know, the, pre- the president even reached out and was like, this is very sad. I can't believe Kobe Bryant just passed away. And I was like, whoa, okay. But and he, then, then he went on another 10-tweet <laughs> tirade. Different, but. different. We ha- I'll give yes. him the one tweet. I'll give him the one tweet. <laughs> then, nicely, nicely put, Frank. Yeah, I, I mean, he's one of the those generational talents. Like, oh. if, if he's on your team, you love him. If he's playing against your team, you want to beat him. He's the guy you want to beat. He's mm-hmm. just – that defines a whole era of sports. It's, it's crazy. And even though it's the Super Bowl, it's football, it's still – feels it's impacted it feels be, yeah. somber it doesn't feel the same super bowl week hasn't felt good well i know i know you liked my tweet shout i did out to, shout, shout out to, out to the, the, the jeff, jeff army yeah i did i tweeted out i said well that was on sunday i said the super bowl doesn't feel so super anymore and i think it's starting to get back there it's going to be a nice little distraction from the fact that that he did pass away very much so but then once the super bowl's over we're just going to go uh, – you're either going to go balls deep into baseball coverage or you're going to go balls deep into this is what we're doing, basketball season. We're going to see if the Lakers are going to take – I'm not going to be cheering for the Lakers. I think it would be a great storyline if they made it too deep into the playoffs and they made that run for Kobe. But it's going to be emotional for regardless of whoever wins the championship this year. Yeah, NBA season is uh, – yeah, the Super Bowl is going to be a distraction. Once the, those Jets fly over, we're all going to have a good time and it's, it's going to be – you know we're all going to be on the same team. Or, you know, we're all going to be having a good time that day. Uh, but once the NBA season goes along, that it's going to be somber to, to an extent. Yeah. And don't don't just pin on the Lakers. Kobe impacted oh, absolutely. so many people, but so many a, different teams. You know, they're all going to be. If you see the yellow and gold, I mean, if you see the gold and purple. Those fans you know, are hurting. They, yeah, they want yeah. that hella bad. I'm not saying, I'm sure it'd be, well, actually, I take that back because I'm not from L.A. I said the Clippers, I was about to say the Clippers could win it in L.A. would still win. But, you know, I think in a perfect story. I don't book, know, though. That's a good say, question. Storybook, storybook <laughs> ending would be the Lakers winning a championship. Yeah. But wouldn't it be interesting if the if the Clippers did win? But, I mean, yeah, you look like at all the guys. Giannis, this Tatum, an, they were all impacted This is an entire him. generation of guys that, that respect Michael Jordan's greatness, but they grew up as Kobe being their idol. That's the guy that they wanted to be like. Oh, yeah, the Devin Bookers and the Trey Youngs are yeah. beyond Jordan. Absolutely. I, I can only say this kind of as an outsider, but it, it seems to me when when he went through his legal issues, I don't remember oh, around no, what year that was. No, no, no hey, yeah. he act he's it, it really seemed like he was a changed person after it. Like he 
I don't know. He, he just Dude, sort the, of refocused. The feminist and, outcry on Twitter really bothered me. I even oh. liked one. I liked a tweet by another pro. I think she was a feminist. Best Cobb or whatever her name is. I don't know if you've seen her pop up, but um, she was just like, dear white women, not now. And it was true. It's like, you know, like, mm. come on. You're really going to attack this guy? And if we're going to take into account, yes, he made a mistake when he was 25 fucking years old. And then look at what he did from from 25 to 41. He became a champion of women's athletics, Became very, changed the way that he approached women on accounts by all personal interactions with them, by the way too for the fact so I'm just saying he did more he did a lot more for women than they were really just willing to throw out there and just be like this is part of his legacy it's just like well screw you what if your dad or brother passed away like that and that was the first thing we brought up oh he's a diddler like no get out of here a diddler uh, <laughs> I, I won't get into it you know I mean. but I will say this for Kobe he seemed like a hell of a dad Oh, 100%. Yeah. So that I'll give him. He seemed like a hell of a and dad. I feel, I, mean, I feel awful for his family. Yeah. I feel awful for the other families that passed away. I know I, that's the thing. I, I forget who the comedian was that made the joke where they said, I'm not the most famous person on this plane because when the headline goes, the headline would be such and such dies on a flight and you would just be one of the people that's part of that passenger. You know, <laughs> so it's like I, I do. I do not want to overlook those people that passed away. Because, uh, yeah. you know, well, the lives were lost. I'd like to make a note about the, the legal trouble he had. And for me, it must be mentioned. It, it must because... That's his life, and that's what we're talking about. However, uh, the most important thing is is what he did after that yes. mistake. Yeah, you know? and and uh, that looking at his life, uh, everyone's life, uh, no one's life is perfect. And and when when someone goes, you reflect on it all, and you s- take the sum of it of its parts, and and that's what that's what we're grieving about. Yeah. And, oh, one hundred percent. But that's at the time I was upset that it was he had just sure. died. There's a sure. time and a place to discuss that. Yes, it will forever be a part of his legacy. One could argue it's the turning point in his life, mm-hmm. but. On the day that hours after he just passed away tragically in an accident like that, don't don't bring that up. Don't bring that. Save it. Save it. All right. <laughs> You'll get your likes on your little tweets a little a week later. Okay. Sure, a little, some stories stories started coming out a couple days later. They yeah. let it sit and then post. And the Times were mm, putting up stories. A little yeah. too hot takey. A little too soon for exactly, you. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's really what it was. Uh, other NBA tributes. You had plenty of guys change their numbers because obviously lots of guys wore eight and twenty-four because of Kobe. You had the Brooklyn Nets leaving the flowers on the seat where Gigi and Kobe were sitting uh, when they went to go see her favorite player, Trey Young. Trey Young even changed his number. So oh, wow. uh, the the one NBA tribute that I am not a fan of here, though, guys is the changing of the all-star game i don't understand the all-star game format it's become like basically the play to 21 except they're playing to 24 i will counter that i mean i'll still watch but i'm going to be very confused while i watch it i think it's gonna be good i think it's gonna be really good i'm into it because so what so what happens is each 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 quarter is its own mini game right Mm -hmm. so let's say and and they showed the example let's say at the end of three quarters the combined score is 195 right they will tack on 24 points to the leading team, and that's the the score you have to hit to win the game. So if it's 195, you tack on the 24 to the 100, so you have to hit 124 to win the game. Mm, Okay. But I like that because if you ever played pickup basketball (laughs) and you're playing a 21 or now people are not playing a 24, win by two, two. it's it's going to get gnarly and it's going to get intense at the end when it's like, let's say it's 120 to 117, and all of a sudden they're really locking down and clamping up. It's not going to be this... 195 to 170 blowout games. That's what concerned me, right? Because that's the best thing about the NBA All-Star game is for three quarters, you get these guys just going out and just making off, uh, offensive offensive plays. Huh. Like, that's how that's how bad it is. Like, they are amazing. But, and desecrate no defense. defense. But then yeah. the fourth quarter, that's when guys, you know, slap the four, or slap the four for lack of a better, you know, Ideally. visual there. And then they start playing defense. So it's going to be nice to see that still going on because that's, to me, that's the best part of the All-Star game is when they actually start trying in and the I fourth quarter. And I think that's going to happen with this new rule change. Okay. All right. You got me a little optimistic. I, I don't like the first three quarters, though. 
Yeah, 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 take, yeah, yeah. Give or we'll, take we'll, on first we'll three quarters. We'll see. Uh, favorite Kobe Bryant memories, gentlemen. Mike, we're gonna put you on the hot seat. You go first. Favorite uh, Kobe memory. It, it's now. It's now. It's uh, become a meme now. The, the inbounds where God. it doesn't even flinch. Matt, Matt Barnes, Barnes that inbounds. Was great. Yeah. That was solid. Was, the, was that debunked? <laughs> what? It, it was. Supposedly, was it? Supposedly there's an alternate angle that comes up from the top of the basket that shows Matt Barnes may have. So, like, oh. if, if I'm looking straight at you, Matt Barnes might have been throwing the ball at Kobe's right ear instead of right at his oh. nose. Kobe still didn't flinch, though, baby. Wow. Come on now. Come <laughs> on now. I'm, I'm curious to see that angle. That's like, yeah, that's 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 major news to me, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I, I know someone released that or they found the footage and then both Kobe and like Matt Barnes went onto Twitter and they're like, no, it's legit still. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to interject here. I know that we're normally going to clockwise motion, but I want to make sure mine doesn't get taken. Mine, mm. my favorite Kobe memory is when he baptized Dwight Howard, gave him the welcome to the NBA, yeah. drove down the lane. What year was that? Balls in his face, dunked on his face. Whatever Dwight Howard was a rookie. <laughs> okay, yeah. so it was when he was a rookie. It was, I, Dwight, I, Howard's, that was Dwight Howard's rookie 04. year. I know, I know what I'm doing at 5.05 when I get off work. I'm look, looking for that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you're going to look up the Dwight Howard Kobe, uh-huh. yeah, Kobe oh, yeah. dunk? Yeah, it's, it was, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's something else, man. I don't see it here, though. I mean, the, the, the OGs have got to teach the youngins. Oof. Yeah, all right. Frank. And now Dwight Howard's on the Lakers. Who knew? Okay. Um, mine, mine's a little <laughs> different. It's it's a little somber, but it's still my favorite. Um, it's the 2012-2013 season. Hmm. So they just acquired Howard, and they just acquired Nash. And technically, that roster has five All-Stars. Mm-hmm. And it is a disaster. Because that team was supposed <laughs> to meet LeBron in the finals. And ultimately, they get swept 4-0 in the first round to the Spurs, who would go on to represent the West in the finals. And... But my favorite moment was how, in the last couple of weeks, Kobe just stops playing the way the coach wanted him to and everyone and trying to get everyone involved and just did his thing. And once again, against better or worse, it worked. And that propelled them into the playoffs. And then, of course, so that last stretch, because that was the last good year he had, and then, of course, the Achilles happens. Yep. And that was the end. And it was it was hard to watch him at the end. But mm. that last couple of weeks before it happens is, was my favorite Kobe moment. Kobe, Kobe did the Frank Sinatra. We're gonna do it my way. We're gonna do it my way, <laughs> and it worked. Like every time, that's the thing. Like people argue about his hero ball and everything. The guy's got five rings and he got two without Shaq. Yeah. You know, like it worked. Yeah. You know, yeah, Phil Jackson helping him out, but sure, absolutely, Phil. But Phil, those uh, Lakers teams aren't incredibly stacked. I mean, you look no. at the when you look at like great teams. Him and uh, the the championships without Shaq. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Him and Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, was, Andrew Bynum, yeah, Lamar Odom. Uh, I mean, forgive her, Rick Fox. That's Terry, that's way back. Yeah, Terry that was, Fisher. That was, that was the Rick Fox is way back. Incarnation. Uh, okay. Fox. So, uh, Meta World Peace. Sasha Vujicic. Crazy man. Clutch piece. free throws. Oh, that's, well, that's actually how he learned to speak Serbian. That's how he was able to talk to to Luca was because he oh, learned right. Serbian to speak to, just to, to talk Sasha. To, yeah, yeah, just to talk go. smack. Yeah. Well, I've got a moment, you guys, that I'm happy no one else took. And uh, growing up watching the Warriors, I still religiously, well, okay, not anymore because they stink this when year. When the Warriors beat them. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. This is when the Warriors beat them. Thank you. I mean, this was uh, December 6th, the uh, year 2000. Whoa, the year 2000. 20 years ago, the Lakers came to Golden State and Kobe scored 51 points. Antoine Jameson scored 51 points for the Warriors and Golden State actually beat the Lakers. <laughs> it was, at, you know, it was... Uh, it was always a sellout crowd when they came to town, and the Warriors always lost. And you know what? Kobe was so great, and just to actually beat him that day, it was like 
it was a big deal around here. And and for Warriors fans that watched every game, even when the team stunk, that was like a real big payoff. Great, great moment to beat the great Kobe Bryant in one so, game. So predictable. My favorite yeah. moment is when we hung a fat L on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the league. Hey man, co- hey, Kobe, I'm sure Kobe would like that response. He said, Yeah, right, he probably man. would you know? actually. <laughs> yeah, we got it, got the L on you, Kobe. Rest in peace, man. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold sets up. All right, Super Bowl Sunday's coming up this Sunday. Who cares? You know, a lot of other stuff's happened. There's more real-life problems out there. No, the Super Bowl's <laughs> happening. Uh, I know Frank is really excited. I know Luke's really excited. Woo. Maybe maybe Dewald's excited. I'm excited? We're Jeez. that much closer to the Stanley Jeez. Cup playoffs. Yeah, we're that much closer <laughs> to the NBA postseason, so that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. All right, uh, Super Bowl. Do we, let's just start with some analysis here. I mean, because you guys are big J journalists, and you guys have been doing, crunching all 22 film. Wow. I, I have not. I so, want to. I want to start with your pick. My pick. Yeah. Because that's your favorite thing. team is yeah, in the I'll game. I'll save it. I'll save it for the very end. I'll be the last one to go. I don't want to do my picks first. We okay. got. Let's. Who wants to do their picks first? Nose goes. Dewalt, you're going first. All right. I've been going back and forth on this one all week. It's a. It was a tough choice, but I actually think 49ers are going to have their way. Have the their Chiefs. way. It doesn't matter what you. Oh, there's the drop. <laughs> Just waiting to pull that one out. <laughs> really? I, I think everyone's building it up as this big the best offense and the best defense and i think the the 49ers run game is yeah we gonna, all know how that went yeah they're just going to take over and if they can uh, keep control of the ball I, I mahomes is great but if he doesn't have the ball there's not much he can do so i i think uh i think the 49ers win a little bigger than people expect huh. can you dig it dig it sucker Frank. Uh, yes, I can. Well, a little triggered by the best offense versus best defense because how could I forget the 2013 Super Bowl? But oh. nevertheless. That was a bad game. Did some data. <laughs> did some research. No <laughs> other journalist has done this, not even someone from the Chronicle who took my work. That's true. Uh, yeah. Did they really? In the last did somebody from the Chronicle take your work? He scooped Frank, yeah. Oh, what happened? I have timestamps no, in I, chats. Yeah. I've talked to He's, Luke. Yeah, verified. This was my idea first, and then he found an article today. What, oh, what was it? Eric Branch in the Chronicle, read it today. Or no, just I'm not going to read it. Just, I'll just, read. just listen to Frank. Because actually. of my, I'm picking my Super Bowl winner because of this theory. The lesser quarterback wins. In the last 10 years, seven times the lesser quarterback won. And I got it written down. The only exceptions is Brady. When Brady beat Goff, when Brady beat Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan was an MVP that year, but Brady was amazing that year too. Much like in 2010 when Aaron Rodgers beat Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, Big the, less, the lesser the better quarterback. <laughs> the lesser quarterback. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. The lesser quarterback. That's, but, that's yeah. arguable. Big but. Ben was the lesser quarterback against Kurt Warner. You got something. Okay. To, you got something to say there, Luke, about my quarterback number seven? You so you, when you look at this Berkeley, list, baby. and then when Brady beat Wilson, those are the three exceptions. Was those last three Brady runs? Foles won. Eli won twice. Breeze beat Manning, Wilson beat Manning, Rodgers beat Big Ben, Flacco won one for some reason, Manning in his last year beat Newton. Mahomes is amazing. Trent Dilfer beat whoever. (laughs) That was Eli Manning? No. No. That's 2000. (laughs) That was Kerry Collins. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that yeah, was, I, was, I just was, pulled that one out that of my ass. That was a whiff. Oh, man. Kerry <laughs> Collins. Yeah, was Kerry Collins? Go ahead, Frank. Come yeah, to anyway, look up Kerry Mahomes Collins. is amazing. But usually, if you're so quarterback dependent in a game like this, and I've seen these big quarterbacks fall, especially when they have these MVP years, I'm going Niners. I think they'll control it. They'll run all over them. The defense will do its job. I don't think it's an amazing Seattle Seahawks Legion of Boom defense. 
They're going to do his job. I, I got the Niners winning this one. Also, I'd like to come in. Uh, stat correction. <laughs> For me, it was Kerry Collins. So credit me on my ability to remember useless Giants wow. quarterback knowledge. Uh, Luke, what do you think is going to happen here with the Super Bowl? You know, this is a tough call, and uh, clearly. Uh, and I will make it, but I must say the one thing I do feel comfortable saying is this is going to be a great game, and I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, not you can't say that for every Super Bowl, but I digress. I am picking the Chiefs. Now, I'm looking at all the data. I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at the, the Niners are a juggernaut running the football. I'm looking at the, the Chiefs are, are cannot stop the run. Uh, I, I like Frank's Frank's uh, Frank's take, uh, it, you know, uh, d- double by the Chronicle, and it's true. I mean, I, I add Doug Williams over uh, jo- John Elway is another one. Um, John Elway on his last legs over Brett Favre. Yeah, so there's definitely some good examples there. But the thing is that often Super Bowls do not go according to plan. I'm looking at the stats, and the plan reads Niners. They should win this game. But the Chiefs have what I would call a code breaker. Tyreek Hill. Sometimes it's as simple as as one fast guy. The cheetah. That you cannot catch. The beta. What it do, baby? And I'm combining him with Patrick Mahomes, and that's a dangerous combination. And I am going with the Chiefs. That's not an easy pick. I'm looking forward to a great game. Now, Luke, let me ask you, though. Are you an analytics or a manalytics kind of guy? (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. You be careful about the disrespect towards Uncle Colin Cowherd. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The video you sent I just, I just, I that just, was a really good video, that huh? Was so good. The, the impersonation. Oh man, maybe I'll throw that on the end. Uh, of this. Oh, that Probably was really not. funny. The, yeah, the that impersonation. Was good. Yeah. That was okay, good. go ahead. God. Analytics or manalytics? I just rely on gun number one and yeah, gun number two. Yeah, analytics. That was really good though. <laughs> but like seriously, like the NFL is a nightclub. I mean, I'm, this all adds up to the Niners winning, but I, I just, I'm, 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 I'm picking the Chiefs. All right, I, I respectfully respect your opinion. So, <laughs> Thank you. looking at this, I have broken down minutes of game tape. Minutes. I mean, minutes of game tape. And I can tell you that I think it's going to be much like last year, where you have this young, hot shot, gunning, you know, running, gunning, got this system. It's going to work, you know, on the offensive side. And then you get some wily defensive guy come in and shut him down. Hmm. Now, do I know who the Chiefs' defensive coordinator is? I do not. Steve, Steve Spag- ah, excuse me, Steve Spagnuolo. How old is he? Oh, Rams fan. Spags. Wow. Yeah, how, he's, how old is Spags? He's old. He's up there. He's not. Do he's, I trust Steve Spagnuolo to, to, to be able to match up against Kyle Shanahan? I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Shanahan so, is incredible. He's you know, too, yeah. I'm thinking about taking the under. What? Huh? I'm not 100 yeah. sure. I like the under. I'm, I'm very confused. 54 but I half. see this as like a 28, 24. Kansas City Woo! Chiefs, victory. <laughs> They're beating the 49ers. Woo! Take it to the bank. So we're split. Two, oh, 100%. Two. 100%. <laughs> you don't question Matty Mahomes, okay? Andy Reid's going to get his first Super Bowl. Woo! We're all going to feel fine and dandy about it because Andy Reid deserved one back from when Donovan McNabb was throwing up on the field because he couldn't handle mm. the heat. Mm. <laughs> I think if the Chiefs win, it'll be in spite of Andy Reid. Don't, don't disrespect Donovan McNabb. Like I just that. did. He's throwing, up, he's throwing up chunky noodle soup all over the goddamn field. All right, Donovan. Yeah, come back here and fill the, up. I mean, that was during the whole spy gate, so you never know. That's but true. Yeah, I will tape. say this. Oh. I am yep. rooting for the Chiefs on the mere fact that I want Andy Reid to get a ring. Mm. He fucking deserves one. <laughs> yes. And maybe and maybe deserves it. if 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 uh, the Chiefs finally win a Super Bowl, who knows, maybe Bianami gets into a job interview next year cuz he's all of a sudden becomes a Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator and they'll just overlook the, the fact that they're chilling. Like, they're like, "No, stay." Real though, yeah, for real. Like we'll just we'll actually pay you. But yeah. the same thing with the <laughs> Niners defensive coordinator. Sala, I really uh-huh. thought he was going to get 
uh, plucked, and he and he didn't. So you mm. know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. How there. many times are they going to cut to him just getting hyped? <laughs> a lot, just <laughs> a yelling. Lot. Yeah, because he goes from like that olive skin tone to just cherry red real fast, and the bald head helps it. You know, he doesn't have anything to camouflage it in there. So. I mean, as a bald guy, that's a bald head to to oh. to, 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 uh, to envy. I mean, that's incredible. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to hide there. All right, uh, let's take a look here. Your favorite Super Bowl memory, Frank? You want to start us off? Yeah, yeah. Um, my my favorite Super Bowl is Pittsburgh, Arizona. Mm. I, I think that Super Bowl is slapped on Great so ball. hard. Great ball game. Um, my favorite memory, though, I will say is not because obviously it's going to be Peyton Manning's throw to Reggie Wayne against the Bears in the rain. Um, but to yeah, not do a Peyton add that one, extra qualifier there in the rain. It's just just, just gorgeous Wasn't a moment. Wasn't perfect spiral. Rainy Miami. Yeah. Gorgeous moment. But I'll, I'll take his. I'll take his little brother in his two throws. Eli. Those were magic Super the Bowl best, moments. The, the, the two greatest throws Eli Manning ever threw. Yeah. Happened to be on the biggest stage against one of the toughest opponents. And then never ever. did anything else ever again. Um, Faded into oblivion. My favorite Super Bowl performance though will be the guy who did everything he could to beat your Steelers, Larry Fitzgerald. Uh. He had 137 yards a game in his uh. four game playoffs. He had seven touchdowns in that run. In that game, he had two TDs. I've never seen a wide receiver in my life play that well in the playoffs, and he consistently does every single time. The few times he ever makes it because of his Cardinals. Okay. Luke, it's, favorite Super Bowl memory and performance? I mean, yeah, a big props to Fitzgerald because that is the Cardinals, agreed, Frank. But I feel like it's my duty as the uh, <clears throat> elder statesman on the, on the program <laughs> to dial it back a little bit. So I'm going back to 1989, gentlemen. Jesus 40, 49ers versus Bengals. What? Huh? This is when the Niners were behind and uh, had about three and a half minutes to go, and they drove the length of the field, touchdown to John Taylor, and the Niners won uh, the game. This was a real throwback to me where, I mean, think about it, where the 49ers had like more than three minutes to, you know, to, to have this game-winning drive. And at the time, it seemed like a really small amount of time. Like, and they just methodically drove down the field, ran the ball, and it was like, it was just a, a time warp. And I remember being in that moment, in my family room, and I wasn't even a Niners fan at the time, but I was cheering because it was like really exciting. I re- and I was a young kid, great moment. Uh, uh, honor- honorable mention goes to Doug Williams, uh, scoring I think four touchdowns in one quarter against the I think Giants. That was, uh, or excuse me, the um, the Broncos. Thank you. It's I guess so we're not going to Disney World. So long ago, I had, so long ago I had forgotten the whole thing. That's how long yeah, ago it you, was. Uh, you really. Really forgot there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dewalt, your uh, favorite favorite Super Bowl memory yeah. and performance. You'll appreciate this one. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Jerome Bettis. You have my attention. T- 2006. Ooh, uh, oh, that was your favorite Super Bowl. You said performance. 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 Okay. Yeah, as far as that was one of those years. That was like. The year of destiny for him. My like family was... is a bunch of Bills fans, all right? Super, <laughs> the Super Bowl has a very negative connotation in that household right now. And By then... the way, he was the better quarterback in at least half of those. <laughs> Jim Kelly. Uh. And then they missed the kick. Oh, no, it, that was one of those years. He was going to get his ring. And I, I don't think the Super Bowl was as exciting as, I think, the Colts game before it when he had the big run or something like that. But uh, that, yeah, that just, game is that, cursed. That, uh, the whole playoffs, just his performance in that was just awesome. The to bus see stops. Him. Yeah. Here. To see him get his ring was uh, a good moment. And now Cowers in the Hall of Fame. Oh. Uh, favorite, favorite, was that performance? No. That was favorite performance. Okay, favorite Super Bowl now. Favorite Super Bowl. I got distracted. You were talking about my Steelers. Uh, I was fawning over it. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, tell me more. <laughs> Keep going. There's so many great Super Bowls, though. Which one to pick? Has he, have a, he has a list of Super Bowls up on his computer we, screen. We, right? um, he does. We've he had does. a plethora of good ones, though. I'll give you that. Pick one. Uh, uh, 
I don't know if it was my favorite Super Bowl. I actually liked the uh, the Patriots comeback game against the Falcons. Oh, yes, because, yeah. you know, a certain now-turned-head coach choked. Yep, so, exactly. Yeah. And we'll see if it happens what was again. The, what was the big moment for you in that game? I have no idea. Was, 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 say, is the Edelman catch? We'll Edelman say catch. the Edelman yeah. catch. Maybe, maybe it was just the whole ideology in abandoning the run up 25 <laughs> points and just completely saying, Matt Ryan, take us home. Just keep throwing the ball. Someone sounds Man. mad that Me? Niners are in the Super I didn't, Bowl. I didn't say that. I'm, I'm talking about a past Super Bowl. That's what I'm, that's what I'm looking at. And who was the, who's the coach? Who was who? the coach at that time? Yeah. The coach was uh who's the who's the one that's since been fired? The white haired dude. Um oh, he's still there. Is he really? Mike Dan Smith, Quinn? Dan, no, 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 no. No, it wasn't Dan Quinn, was oh. it? Um maybe it was Dan Quinn. I think Some it was. bitch. No, no, no. Mike Smith or who is the oh, Mike he, no, he didn't he he went in the last year of Tony Gonzalez. That, that shows you how irrelevant the Falcons were. It may have been Dan Quinn. That might have been Dan Quinn's first year. All right, you're up. Oh, okay. I was going to say, Greg's looking over here. Like, you're what you're doing? What are you guys doing? You've had success. My so. favorite Super Bowl has to be... Uh, go ahead. It's Mike Smith. That's what I thought. Thank you very <laughs> so much. So he did go to the Super Bowl. I do have a, yeah. I have a cornucopia of useless information and names up here, guys. You really That's don't what we need in a quad. You'll part. do very well on Sports Jeopardy coming up. I'm doing perfect. I'll nice. be perfect for uh for for trivia nights. You just have to buy my beer. That's the only that's the only flag there. You can take the money. I just want the free beer. I'll buy you a Budweiser. That's it. it. Well, multiple. You gotta get the, you gotta get lubed up and ready. I'll get to you go. a Corona. Anyway, don't get him a Corona right favorite, now. My favorite, my favorite Super Bowl <laughs> has to be for obvious reasons. Last year, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it has to be the the Steelers Cardinals because that was just an amazing game in the sense that you had one of my favorite Super Bowl memories. Taking it back to Super Bowl XL, fast Willie Parker taking the 79 yards for the longest Super Bowl run of all time at that time. I don't know if it's still still the record. Might be. Look it up. Anyway, uh, big not a big deal. Uh, going back to the uh, Cardinals Steelers game. You had a back-and-forth battle. It was a, a terrific game. You had James Harrison's longest defensive scoring touch. God, uh, that, that, that took return. him a year. It took him a year to get there, and I thought he was going to go down about four times. I had about six heart attacks, but he made it, so that's what was important. It took <laughs> us into halftime on a high note. And then, I don't care what anybody says, this is hands down the greatest throw, the greatest <laughs> Super Bowl throw, and the greatest Super Bowl catch when Ben Roethlisberger, I'm not done, Frank. I'm not done. <laughs> me out. It's my turn. It is, you told me it was my turn. The pitch and catch to win the Super Bowl. Thank you very much. It all needs to be taken into account. Ground that up into a smoothie and drink it because it's good for you. And that, my friend, was probably one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. Top three, top three. I won't say the best, but it was top three Super Bowls of all time. My favorite Super Bowl performance has to be Cam Newton. Because it told me how much of a coward he is. Mm. And that business decision on not diving after the football when the game was still in hand there at Super Bowl 50. And you saw Cam Newton, much like much like Aaron Rodgers did two weeks ago, not dive on the football, make the business decision, and say, hey, nah, winning, not that important. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers is an old man. I mean, come on. Don't care. Give, give Don't care. Not what I want from my quarterback. <laughs> Who do you give more credit to? Big Ben on the throw or Santonio Holmes on the catch? I mean, when you know, it's just it's it's like a, a painting, right? Like you got it, you got to pick one. I, am I getting mad at the artist or the medium, right? Because it's I, you know, I I enjoy both. I I love both equally because without one, there is not the other, which then wow. therefore makes it the greatest play. The greatest, it, very philosophical. So you're I'm saying a, it's perfect. I'm a philosophizer. Fifty-fifty. This is if you put if you put the throw and a catch on a teeter totter, 
it would balance perfectly. I, this really should be on the Sistine Chapel, it sounds it's like. <laughs> Michelangelo, Michelangelo actually painted this on the roof, on the ceiling somewhere. It's just covered up. They had to put some Jesus stuff up there to cover it up. But he, he foretold of it in the future. <laughs> I'll tell you, it was a great, great, great play. Great Super Bowl also. Uh, and then, of course, yes, shout out to Cam Newton for quitting because I, uh, I didn't forget about that. All right, Jeff. In the, in the year 2,500, they will see that in the chapel and just be, be amazed. So, Jeff. <laughs> Prop bets? You are a man of gambling. <sighs> but we're Get not going to gamble on the game. That's too easy. Nope. We all know the Niners are going to win. Mm-hmm. So, Nope, we don't. We got to do some prop bets. We can go prop bets. We don't know who's going to win the outcome. Luke, you got some prop bets for us? Well, I, I, I am determined this year to actually bet on the coin flip. I have been meaning to do this for years. It is the most ridiculous thing, the I think. Worst in the worst bet in the history of bets. I mean, yeah, that's it's just like for a novelty. I think I'm going to bet. Super Bowl coin flip. I'm going, uh, I'm going to bet heads. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, that's the wrong one. Got to go tails. There's, Man, there's it's, literally it's, a nursery <laughs> rhyme. A nursery rhyme is in place so that way degenerates never forget. It's tails never fails. Yeah, but. Uh, Woody did his homework. Thank you. It, it rhymes, I know, Hoo-ha. but uh, I think the. Uh, Oh, man, I can't, I can't. I'm not going to say it if I can't cite it. But I, I think I read something or other. That like the 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 heads part of the coin is on a quarter anyway. Is is, is like by a millionth percentile, like heavier, or something like that. Or I don't know. We have to go back. Really going to get in the Bowl physics of the quarter and see like how many yeah, times was, it's been one or the other. Yeah, that was bad. I think it's about. Yeah, I'm going to bet on that. That's what I'm doing. Other prop bets. Heads. We got one. How many times Trump is going to tweet on that day? Mm. Oh. The over-under is 13 and a half. 13 and a half tweets? Bro, For the put, entire well, day, though. When does the day start? I was going to say. Midnight. Do okay. they know that he Ooh. sends out like 80 a day? Is it, is it Super Bowl-centric well, tweets or just tweets in general? Just tweets in general. Because he will wake up tweeting about Iran and he will go to bed tweeting about the Super Bowl. But here's something. He tweeted three times last year during the game. Mm. So there's a lull. He does watch TV, so he's probably watching the TV. He's going to be the halftime show. No. Yeah? No, he's not. Yeah? Why? He's sitting down with Hannity at halftime. No, bro. I have, oh, I have the J-Lo yearly. Ch- I have J-Lo yeah. and Shakira. It's, I'm not, that's it's a yearly half, tradition. Halftime oh, part two. The, he's doing the puppy bowl. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, he's, he's, there's so much love in the president. Oh I know he loves God. puppies. Jesus. All right, next prop bet. You got one, Luke? Uh, what about... Uh, the length of the national anthem. Over-unders, a yeah, minute 59. Yeah. I've been trying to reach out to Demi Lovato on Instagram. She hasn't got back to me. Not a big deal. We'll, we'll cross that bridge. Bet, bet the over. 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 There's going to be tears. Over. She, From what she's gone oh, through like and then that. the performance that she laid down at the Grammys, that, that chick is putting up there probably 210. She, she can belt it. So yeah. I can see her doing it. 210. I got one off that. Will a scoring drive happen shorter than the song? <laughs> oh. that's, a, that's a good one. Mm. Ooh. You got some speedsters out there in Kansas City. I wouldn't be surprised. I would take that bet just for Are there, the novelty you take the of under? it. Because also, like, let's say you got a two-minute drive and they kick a field goal, and it only took them a minute 50. The, or The novelty. That's a really nice 10. way of saying I have money to waste. <laughs> so have, I'll do that. You guys are taking the under on that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, another bet that I'm seeing here is uh, which team will commit the first penalty of the game. Oh, and what will the penalty be? I didn't see that, but I saw That's the, the one I like. Yeah. Will there be a... Uh, What's another one that I'm seeing here? Which coach will be mentioned first on TV after kickoff? Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan? I Shanahan. Feel, I feel like that depends on what. Ooh. It depends on the story of the game because whoever who's ever losing at halftime is going to be the one that they put up first because they'll say, can they get their offense going? Because they're two <laughs> offensive masterminds. Oh, know? I thought they meant like the first cutaway to a coach. I'm like, no, oh, they'll no. cut away That's Shanahan. Will co- which coach will be mentioned first on TV after kickoff? All right, I got one for you. Mm. Yes. Um, this, this is a shout-out to your other podcast. 
What color Gatorade ah. will be dumped? This is one oh, I love. I love this. this one. I've, I've already. I've heard. I have the odds here. Well, I'll oh, tell really? you right now. The Read odds. The odd, wait, wait, wait. What's? Yes, what well, I have a what question. I have a question. Who's the? What's the favorite color right now? And what's its number at? Because this is probably since been updated. Right, you, do you want to guess? Me Go talk? ahead. No, no. I'm saying it's probably purple. Clear. Oh. At plus two hundred. That's see. That's false. It's been updated now. I that just, could be water. I, I. I. No, because it got huh? updated this morning. Sorry to under. This is this morning. I'm telling you. I no. I mean like eleven o'clock because I was ready to put down a bet because I heard this tip. And it's going to be purple because that's going to be an homage to Kobe Bryant because of so, right? Oh, so I'm now purple, on the web right purple now. has yeah. gone from like plus 400, 600, whatever you had it down there yeah. to minus 120. That's what I was going to say red. No, both pur- teams are red. But purple. purple <laughs> yeah, I think we right. can find better homages to Kobe than Gatorade. No, right? It has to be purple. <laughs> he was a Gatorade athlete. He was a Gatorade Poor Kobe. Athlete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know, so put that in there. Uh, anything? Any other prop bets? Those are the ones I got. Luke, you got any more? I got, I got no worry. I was going to mention the Gatorade. I love that one. Did you guys? Did you guys uh, participate in the office pool we have going around here? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Unofficially yeah. announced by the North Bay Biz Magazine or uh, uh, KSR on the North Bay Biz Magazine. Absolutely. Or North Bay Biz Magazine, not the not the. You just got reviewing yeah. my numbers. Yeah, I was going to say what numbers you guys got. I feel pretty good about this. I got six and four. I, I got filled six it out and one before I got the numbers, so I, I yeah. haven't seen it. Two and four, and then I got two and two and one. So I'm liking my numbers. Can I see you? Oh, fine. Here you go, Frank. Thank you for coming prepared. <laughs> uh, Thank you for ooh. coming prepared. What'd you get? I'm just going to hope Zero for the best. Nine. I mean, you know. Ouch. That's tough. That's tough. you got to hope for field goals then, mm. big dog. I think I got a nine and a one. That's rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I went I went five. I was like, I'll give you a quick I mean, you went key. what? You didn't see the numbers till afterwards. I mean, I just, <laughs> I'm saying I spread them out the way that I did it, right? Is if somebody yeah, was six, yeah, I made a box. Ah, I made a square a within guy. the squares and I put one in the middle because I was like, I want that one just in case. So I have, I have six and four. I have... Two and four, I have eight and seven, I have six and one, and I have two and one, and those are all good football numbers. The math checks out on that. What are you looking like, Walt? Oh, check. Seven and zero. I'm thrilled at seven it's and it. zero. You only what? bought one square? No, jeez, I got like half the board. Oh, okay. Seven and zero? <laughs> right, right, right. Where's Not the bad. Best? Those are the best numbers. MD, yeah, he's got a six and a four, two. He's got a uh, four to zero. Yeah, where else? You got a seven and a zero. So I'm excited, man. I, I think I'm going to do pretty good with this. I read something on the air the other day that said on Super Bowl Sunday, the average American will eat up to 11,000 calories yes. and will try up to 19 different foods. Mike, shut your mouth. Otherwise, you more food's going to make it to You made me write that down. Yeah, I did. And I, because I wasn't sure if I was going to remember it or not. But thank you for doing that. All thank right. you, my, my scribe. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's absolutely amazing. Mike's face is still open a gap. A gap, right? It's just, it does. Oh, my goodness. I mean, what di- else are you going to do? It's a three and a half hour event. It's true. You're doing it's nothing but eat, man. And beer, too. The empty calories you got to take into that for account, too. But what? Uh, mm. what's your guys' favorite Super Bowl food, right? What are your favorite, favorite Super Bowl foods? Like, I make some pretty bad. I, I make some pretty mean chicken wings. I ain't going to lie. You put them in a dry rub, mix it in with some Crystal's hot sauce and butter. You throw that on the grill. You're good to go. You throw them in the Crystal's hot sauce and you throw them back on the oh, grill. Crystal? And then you throw them back in. Good stuff. Crystal's is good stuff. My dad makes a mean deviled egg. What's up? I hear you on wings, mm-hmm. but wings I have a decent amount of. Yeah. I want pigs in a blanket. Mm-hmm. That's rare delicacy for the Super Bowl. That's, wow. <laughs> I never have pigs in a right. blanket. Right. Uh, you wouldn't have that like on a regular Wednesday. No, you, know? you, you can have, have wings yeah. on a regular Wednesday. Right. There you are can places have pigs in a blanket on a Wednesday. Nobody's, nobody's, 
There is no Gestapo that's coming through and just be like, oh, sorry, that was a terrible want... choice for that. But there's no authorities coming through and just being like, hey, you can't have pigs in a blanket on a Wednesday. Where's Buffalo Mild <laughs> Pigs in a Blanket? <laughs> Where's that restaurant? Yeah, there's no, Where's Pigs in there's a Blanket no, There's stop? no Pigs in a Blanket stop. Yeah, Buffalo exactly. I like Wild that. Pigs I would eat at that place for the record. <laughs> uh, I hear that. Buffalo Wild Pigs in a Blanket. That's, uh, mild. Mild. Quib. We're not going crazy. Quib. Yeah, it's Buffalo Mild. Oh man, uh, Luke, right. what you got? You know, we we don't get too exotic over over me and my twin brother. We usually watch the game as we will this weekend. You really have a twin brother? I do. Yeah. Breaking do 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 update. Wow. Uh, have, you, have you ever swapped out on the podcast and we haven't noticed? Like, oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's me right now. We're actually we're actually not identical. We're fraternal twins. So oh, okay. Uh, so, but anyways, uh, we don't get too exotic with it. I like a good seven layer dip. A lot of flavor yeah. there. Pr- pretty you know pretty standard, but standard you know standard we're, for a reason. Is it homemade? Or oh, no, you, you, you buy that at the store. Yeah. Where do you get it? Uh, uh, wherever I go shopping that day. Maybe pretty Lucky's, a little Safeway. Okay. Nothing too okay. exotic. Uh, Costco has a really good one. However, this I'm excited about. Oh, good knowledge. Remember? I'm excited this weekend because we're going to go chicken wings and chow mein. Mm. I am excited about that. Interesting. I, oh. I saw chow mein on a, on a wacky article because we've been searching for wacky articles. I saw chow mein is a popular dish, and I'm like, you know what? That sounds fantastic. So I'm excited about this weekend. Difference between wacky and zany. Go. Uh, one starts with a W and one starts with a Z. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Uh, Mike, what's your what's your Super Bowl food? Oh, I'm very basics for mine. It's pizza, wings, uh, pizza. anything. Uh, pizza for certain. Anything you can just pick up and eat easily. Stuff in your face. Yeah, I, I take one of everything. Uh, nice. <laughs> and a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> and a bottle of bourbon. Because I'm a Bills yeah. fan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Undefeated. That's fine. Uh, they lost a lot in the Super Bowl. But yeah. oh, uh, yeah. Oddly, also, sushi plate. Because really? why not? Interesting. Okay. Do guy, not no. sleep on the cheese platter. You take a look oh. at this. <laughs> this guy thinks he's better than us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sushi on the fucking Super Bowl. This Get out of here. This guy. Get out of here. It doesn't matter what you think. All right, for me, I'm Sashimi. telling you, I go wings. You got the you got the deviled eggs, but again, the dip, man, and it's just mm, like yeah, uh, yeah. you get a nice chunky salsa. You mix it in. Well, they don't mix it in with the guacamole, but you you don't have to say you go one chip chunky salsa, one chip guac. Have guac. a nice little combination right there. Maybe top it off with a little some taquitos here and there too. A lot of finger food is basically what I'm getting at right here, right? Oh, so yeah. and I'm obviously when I threw out that number, up to 19 different types of foods that you could be trying during that day. Just think of that. That's wild. That's not 19 different types of beer either, alcoholics. Huh. But <laughs> I want my chips with the dip. Yeah, right. And that's I don't know, dude. Would would you still count chips like if it's a lay versus a Dorito? Does that count, or is that is that technically count as a different type of food? That's different types of food, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I would go that with that. I mean, bold yeah. to put that in more dip. What a Dorito? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, not saying you just, would. I'm just saying, just what if you were just smothered eating in other shit? Oh man. Yeah. True but, story. Actually, I don't know if it's true story, but true story. Disney created the Dorito. <laughs> They took, they took their extra tortillas and they deep fried them and covered them in a cheese sauce. So the nacho cheese was the OG flavor, and then they came out with Cool Ranch. Fact check me Damn, later. They're just getting all but our money. True story, apparently, allegedly. True what about story. Cool Ranch, though. Cool Ranch. Disney made a movie called Frozen. Just so when you type Disney Frozen on Google, something else would not pop up. What? Disney Frozen. Disney. Oh, because yeah, because he's yeah. frozen. Give me the Kawhi on that one. I was just saying, dude, that one went way over my head. First, took, I was just like, It took what? me a minute. And yeah, then exactly. it all of a sudden, okay. Jeez, Frank, the nuanced joke there from the top rope. Oh, so something about food, too. I usually like try, try to have at least one celery stick and one, piece of, one piece of carrot. Ooh. 
Ooh. Oh, a veggie platter. Yeah. A little veggie platter. Yeah, a veggie platter. Yeah, makes cool. me feel better. Who I think. are you? Yeah. Who are you to say no to a veggie platter? I have because I eat I eat pretty good Monday through Friday, so I can I mean, let it go on the weekend. You dip that sucker in the ranch dressing like no no <laughs> like no tomorrow. I mean, you're going in there. <laughs> but you do have the celery stick at its foundation. Yeah, you know, yeah. it makes me feel good about myself. It's good. All right, guys, it's time for another edition of Movie Reviews Thus Far. And spoiler alert, right off the top, I actually stayed up through both of these movies. So I'm just going to tell you straight up if they're worth watching or not. All right. What we got? I was like, where did my, where did my snare go, my jazz? Thank you, sir. All right. To my snare up. Buckle up, baby. <laughs> All right, the first one is Shark Night. All right? <laughs> okay. Shark Night, 2011. It's basically Jaws if Jaws happened in a lake but in a saltwater lake in the bayou, right? <laughs> so newly, ar- newly arrived at her family's Lake Island cabin, college student Sarah and her friends prepare for a weekend of fun in the sun, but soon after they dive into the lake, football player Malik, like this guy's built like a basketball player in the movie, but whatever, stumbles out of the water with a grievous wound. He's missing his arm. Thinking mm. Malik is the, freak, uh, the victim of a freak accident, the friends pile into a tiny speedboat and head for the hospital. To their horror, they discover that they are surrounded by hundreds of massive, hungry mutant sharks. So, essentially what it is, is the bad guys put these, for lack of a better term, these bad guys, uh, Bayou locals, put the sharks in the lake when they were younger, when they were younger sharks, in the hopes that they would get to be like this, and absolutely ridiculous, and... Um, and then what they're doing is they're videotaping all the people dying, and they're trying huh. to sell the footage to Discovery for Shark Shark Week. Uh, well, not to, not to Discovery, to the dark web because there's more money on there because people are tired of watching the same old stuff on Shark Week apparently. So man, dark uh, web be dark. It's it's an all right movie. It's 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 actually no, it's actually really bad. I take it back. So it got nice. a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. I would give it even lower. This is a movie where I say don't even bother watching it, but it's so bad that it's good that you want to keep watching it. You know what I'm saying? So I've been there. Yeah. Um, so I saw that this was nominated for an award. No, it wasn't. Come on. It was nominated at the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards for <laughs> Worst Movie. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Do, can you believe this movie had a budget of $28 million? Guess what it grossed? Whoa. Guess what it grossed? $40.1 million. This movie, I tell you, man, people have wow. an affinity for just shit movies. The CGI on it was terrible, too. But again, I highly recommend it just as a bad movie. Just check it out. If you have 95 minutes to waste, put on Shark Night. Okay, I was going to say, yeah. It's do, not, do you yeah. want to know why it grows so much? Why? Because it was released in 3D. Oh, no. that's why, huh? Well, yeah. done. So. well done. There were a couple scenes in there where it looked like it was meant for 3D, but since I don't have a 3D TV, I don't have 3D glasses, it wasn't going to work. Uh, how far did you make it in the movie? All the way through. Hey, got Made it to the end. Wow. Made it to the end. So, what are you keeping a tally a, on these? I'm, I'm tracking to yeah. see. That's above average. That is. That's very above average. You average so far seventy minutes. We're gonna skew. <laughs> we're gonna really skew the uh, data here on this next one because, again, remember, I stayed up through two movies. The second one was "Don't Be Afraid of the Dark" from 2010. That's uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, a minute or hour and forty minute. So, lonely and introverted young Sally has just arrived at a 19th century mansion that her father and his girlfriend, Katie Holmes, are restoring. While exploring the sprawling estate, she discovers a hidden, long, undisturbed basement. Unwittingly, she unleashes a race of malevolent, dark-dwelling creatures who intend to drag her and her family down into the mansion's bottomless depths. It is a remake of a 1973 made-for-TV movie. Now, this one... Uh, budget twenty five million, box office thirty six. So again, this are, this is one of those where it was a lot better than I'd actually say most horror movies are. But like the the premise of it was just kind of like you know oh she's getting attacked by mutant midgets you know like little <laughs> like little dobbies like what, from what Harry more Potter. Do you need? What, what, what That's more really do you what was need? happening was that these little mutant midget dobby creatures <laughs> were going around and attacking this family because I hate dobby because she went in a 
Uh, Dobby's a free elf. And then uh, because she went and opened up this portal on a furnace underneath the, uh, in the in the basement. So her dad plays a mega douche, whoever that guy is. He's, he's an idiot. And it just made me kind of like Katie Holmes uh, more. But spoiler alert, she breaks her leg in the movie. Like, I love Katie Holmes. Yeah, she I breaks her legs. Holmes. So it's a it's a good movie. Um, I see, uh, this one I recommend actually watching. It's an hour and forty minutes. Again, taper your expectations. It's not like you're going to see an award winning movie here, but you will see a movie that you'll kind of get sucked in for you know an at least an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, or, we, already, we already we already talked about an award winning movie with uh, with Shark Night. True, true. Yeah. That's true. Are yeah. you <laughs> a fan award-winning. of uh, Del Toro? Not really. Okay. Yeah. Benicio? No. Yeah. Not, no, 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 no. Guillermo's the, the the actor. Benicio is the one from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I'm a big fan of Benicio. Yeah, yeah. he's so. really good in traffic. Yeah, so I see this movie. Eighty five percent of Google users like this movie. Yep. So eighty percent of Google users liked Shark Night as well. But I mm. guarantee a hundred percent of people on Google would look up some dumbass shit. So <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah, that's that's been researched. All right, guys, that'll do it for this week's episode. We'll be back on next Friday. Do you guys have any party shots? Any shit to talk? Um, I would that, just, was cute, that was a cue to speak. I would say that I cannot wait for the game. I cannot reiterate that, imu- that much. Uh, enough, I should say. Everyone enjoy this weekend, even you, Jeff. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Greg, if you had one word to describe what you're seeing right now, it would be? One word. One word? One word. That was two. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Good shit. That was one All word. All right. That'll do it. We'll be back next Friday.